Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Report, where this is the show that you can we talk about sports the way you talk about it around the water cooler. And uh, we got a lot of news this week. Uh, hopefully, we're going to have us a, a guest in. Uh, Malcolm Cooley is supposed to join us a little bit later. Malcolm Cooley! And uh, just, you know, again, uh, want to tell everybody at the front, don't forget tomorrow to tune in to the uh, Toilet Bowl Toilet Club. Bowl Club. Yep. And uh, Saturday mornings, uh, their podcast, they, they're a big pusher with us, and we always want to give them some love, Dick. Always, always, always. My man Smoke, I know, uh-huh. my whole family. Our yeah. whole family and uh, T-Bird and Deck in the house, and we're going to kick it off. And we just going to talk about uh, the NFL playoffs, Deck. And uh, my crystal ball was wrong. Bro, I think everybody's was wrong. Ah, well, we did get one. We got the Chiefs and the 49ers uh, in the Super Bowl next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, everybody was thinking it was going to be the Ravens. Matter of fact, the Ravens didn't look good at all in that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened, to be quite honest with you. I, I mean, outside of the the referee calls, you know what I mean? Like, they just... Well, yeah. I, you know, they might have had a... You know, that you're going to always have bad calls in games, but... I saw they didn't, they three didn't, solid ones, man. Maybe so, but they didn't play. they didn't play that well. Yeah. And uh, so that's basically, you know, they got beat. But you got to think, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, I mean, that's that's their territory. Yeah, it's, I'm tired of seeing them, to be quite honest with you. I'm not. <laughs> like, I am. I'm sick and tired of that team. I'm just, I'm tired of seeing them. I'm tired of seeing. Well, I'll I tell you why I'm not, Dick, is because for years, uh, you know, back in the 60s, the Chiefs were, one of the good teams. And then they fell off in the 70s and the 80s. Chiefs weren't any good. And I and then when they started rising again in the 90s, mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad that they're one of the mainstays. It's better than uh uh New England. Uh yeah, that's true. That's another team I can't stand seeing. So. I um I uh I really am kind of disappointed though. Um that I really feel like a lot of it was bad calls. There was some like subpar play. Don't get me wrong, but I thought I think a lot of it was bad calls. I think if anything, Detroit shit the bed, but I I can't believe well, they lost. But. Uh, talk about that Detroit game just for a minute. Dan Campbell took a couple of chances that maybe he shouldn't have took. I felt like when they could have tied the game with a field goal and made it twenty-seven all, he didn't do it. He he, you know, he been rolling the dice all year. Yeah. Okay. And I know he he believed in his team and all that stuff. That's all fine, Danny. But when you get in the game that's going to send you to the Super Bowl, then you might need to take a little bit different approach. But that same thing happened to Minnesota uh, those years back when they were that high-powered offense. They got in, they got into the playoffs, and they took a different approach. Yeah. And they should have been doing the same thing, just firing on all cylinders. That's I think you know I'm gonna defend Campbell on that one. Of well, like he, doing, it, you know rolling the dice. You know? Well, and he he stood up for it. I ain't mad at him for that because yeah. you know he said, "Yeah, that's on me." I, I felt like you know this is what we've been doing. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is he had opportunity to put points on the board. 
Yeah. And he and he didn't do it. Really would have been a pretty much a chip shot field goal. Would have been 27 all. And then maybe that changes a little bit of the trajectory of the game. Uh I mean they shouldn't have they were up. They were they had that nice little lead, bro. They shouldn't have let him come in. Yeah. Well that's where they messed up. They shouldn't have let him come in. Well, we shouldn't have lost twenty eight to been up twenty eight to three either and we lost. So I mean it happens, but uh, Detroit had a heck of a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Campbell's, him and um, the guy in Texas probably going to be, I know they won in two in uh, Coach yeah. of the Year. Yeah. But Detroit, they on the rise, baby. I, I mean, mean I, I feel like, especially when it comes to cities like Detroit, I feel like those smaller market cities, not that Detroit's a small market, but I feel like those places really need, need it more than any place else, man. Well, you want to, you want, you know, you want to chill for Detroit because yeah. they ain't been nothing in a long time. They worse than they've been worse than we are. Mm, yes, yes, they have. Yes, so, uh, I was cheering for them in that game. I wanted them to beat the Forty Niners, mm-hmm. and uh, but they didn't. So now you got the Chiefs and the Forty Niners in the Super Bowl. I hear the cheapest ticket. At the Super Bowl is sixty five hundred dollars, and that's at the very top of the bowl. Yeah, sixty five hundred dollars. Playing sixty five hundred to have your nose bleed. That's to, just, to, I'm talking about at the top, that's, bro. That's a party at the right club, bro. I, but I ain't. <laughs> hey, the best ticket is at your in your living room watching the game on your TV. Yeah, well, you gotta keep uh keep them away from the pores. So yeah, uh. And in this economy, man, come on, bro. But but this, this is economy. the this is the thing. It's gonna be full. This is true. People is are gonna cool. pay sixty five hundred dollars to for sit at the top for the experience. For the experience. Yeah. But you just mentioned something. You said in this economy. Yeah. Well, you know, I just seen gas for two eighty four. That's not bad. That is pretty good. That is not bad. I seen the other day for two seventy six. Yeah. So, and they keep saying this economy. Uh, but the Super Bowl gonna be full. More than half of those people in there are gonna say this is a terrible economy, yeah. and you got people in there paying thousands and thousands of dollars for a football game, paying twenty bucks for a hamburger. And yeah, and and th- ain't thinking nothing about it no. because they at the Super Bowl. Nah, they, all that money insulates them from the problems that capitalism causes. So, well, it's like I say. Mm. Uh, you know, we ain't gonna need to talk about that, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when people want to do something, they gonna do it. I don't care what they get. I was in the grocery store today, and I was just looking at everybody in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm sure people talking about the economy, but everybody got to eat, it's and true. they was in there spending that money. They might have been complaining, but they were spending the money. I mean, you kind of have to. It's almost yeah. It, I mean, no matter how much you complain, yeah. you still got to eat. You still got to pay your light bill, all that stuff. Yeah. And people that want to watch football, like me, mm-hmm. I guess I'm gonna pay my cable bill. Yeah, I guess so, bro. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, you got the Chiefs and the 49ers in the Super Bowl deck. Chiefs and 49ers, baby. Who's gonna win? Probably the Chiefs because I hate them so much. It seems like every team I hate wins. So I'll be honest with you. Uh, I give the nod 
to the Chiefs because of the quarterback and because of the tight end, uh, Kelsey and Mahomes. But I really don't know. Brock Purdy, you got to give this guy some love. He's oh, he's see. done. He was Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, yeah, irrelevant. Uh, irrelevant. Uh, Irre- well, that me and that word. Anyway, yes. <laughs> he was the last player chosen in the draft. Uh, 21 draft, I think. What's this, 24? Yeah. And he's in the Super Bowl. So you can call him whatever you want to call him. You can call him a game manager. You can call him he ain't that good. You got, But he's quarterbacking in the Super Bowl with one of the best teams in the NFL, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. He's had a very nice year. So call me what you want if I lift that trophy over my head. Bro, you can call him AFC champion. Wait, I, are they I, NFC I, or AFC? NFC. NFC. You call him the NFC champion. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what he is. And I'd take him in Atlanta tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, zero question about so, it. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> the last player chosen in the draft, I will, he would will be my starting quarterback tomorrow. That's fucking crazy. Uh, ain't that crazy? Bro. So that just tell you, when you got heart and a little want to and – you sleeping on your sister's couch because they really not paying you. They ain't paying you the money that a lot of these other kids make. You know, Disney's like drooling over his uh oh. his, his rights right now. Right? Oh yeah, because they'll make a Disney movie out yeah, of it. Yeah, it'll be the irrelevant side or some <laughs> bullshit ass name for a, a movie. <laughs> but I tell you one thing: if they win the Super Bowl on Sunday, uh-huh. he gonna get paid after that. What you bet? I fucking bet you will, man. Now I look, we say. That he ain't making no money. He's making like seven hundred thousand a year. Dexter, bro, he ain't. But he ain't making no money. I mean, he's not making like NFL quarterback money or whatever it is. But how many kings would you be if you were making seven hundred thousand dollars a year, bro? Boy, bro, I can't even count that high. I I tell you what, if I'm making seven hundred thousand a year, if I wanted to go to the Super Bowl, I could with no problem, goodness. Yeah, I guess not. I guess he would drop that sixty five hundred dollars for those nosebleed seats. Uh, yeah, and know? look, and look that I make seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, I could get me a first class plane ticket. Listen now, this this is what I could do if I made that much money. I could get me a first class plane ticket mm-hmm. on the best airline there is. Mm-hmm. I could get me a hotel. In the best hotel there is, and pay whatever they wanted for the room. Just get an Airbnb. Uh, okay, Airbnb, whatever you want to get. Burbo. Uh-huh. I could eat whatever I want to eat, as much as I want to eat it, as long as I want to eat it. I could get me a limousine ride from the hotel uh-huh. to the Super Bowl. Okay. I you- could sit in a in a in a suite. At the Super Bowl. You could afford the parking at the Super Bowl, but I guess you wouldn't need it. So I wouldn't need it because yeah. I'm going I'm to have a limo service. All right, all right. I could sit. I could rent me a suite for uh, what they renting for, maybe two, $3,000 or whatever. Uh, uh, for the, I could, okay, I'm going to drop. A suite for the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? Yeah. Oh, no, it's going to be a lot more. Than okay, that. I can pay $25,000 for it. It's probably more than that. Okay, I I'll can pay, find out how much I, Okay, I can pay more than that. Okay. Uh, anyway, I could get the suite with, with the loads in it. You understand? With, with what I mean with the loads, with everything in it, I could uh, get all that. Uh-huh. And I could enjoy the game uh-huh. in there. And, uh, and then after the game, I can hang around for the festivities. 
I can go down on the field because seven. If I'm making seven hundred grand a year, I'm probably worth over a million dollars. Okay, uh, I can I can get a field pass and go down and hang around with the big shots. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take a nice dump on your um your pipe dream here. Okay, how much was the suite? Uh, as of Thursday, guest services rep on location experiences the official website to purchase suites via the nfl told page six that there are there was only one 32 person luxury suite left left yeah and it would cost you 2.6 million dollars very close a whopping three million dollars to reserve okay yep. well for i for okay the suites are out <laughs> the suites are out okay so i could get the very i could sit on the 50 yard line on the first row uh-huh. okay f- with the money i make okay okay i could sit on the first row on the 50 yard line mm. that's probably gonna be a what uh ten thousand dollar ticket probably a lot more than that well i could if still nosebleeds is six thousand okay really well I, well i could still afford it though right, i right. could still yeah, 700 th- look you talking about you know you right there at a million dollars okay Okay, and then when I leave the game, I can afford to stay out in uh, where's the game in Las Vegas. I can stay out in Las Vegas for another week mm. with the limo service, and then come on back home. Yeah, I could do that off of seven hundred thousand dollars per year. Yes, yes, and you still have enough money saved to, up for the CTE that, that you're gonna get. That's right, the CTE. Yes. I can buy some groceries. Yeah, you know, and and I could still have my housekeeper come and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So Brock Purdy making seven hundred thousand dollars a year it ain't no money in football, but it's money in real life. Yep, that's why there's no middle class, just the haves and, and the, the have-nots. Have there you go. So anyway, uh, let's talk. Let's finish up this segment with the game. Let's talk about. What all goes on at a Super Bowl? You know, they have all the other festivities. Yeah, yeah. You know, for two weeks, okay, the Super Bowl, okay, all of this week, uh, well, all this past week, mm-hmm. wait a minute. It's on the it's on the eleventh, right? What's today? Uh, yeah. It's on February the eleventh. Mm-hmm. So you got all of this week. Son is Sunday, February the eleventh? Let me uh, see. Is it Sunday the eleventh? It may be the next week. Yeah, that would be the next week because today is the second. The, the, the day is the second. So, so yeah. Next week. Uh-huh. So, it's, oh, so you got two weeks. So all of this week, you're going to have all the festivities going on. Mm-hmm. All the way up until Super Bowl Sunday, you're going to have all kind of festivities going on. So you could, uh, you got all of that. You're going to have all of the hot shots out there doing their thing leading up to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. It, it, you're gonna have all the quotes. You're gonna they're gonna be doing all the interviews with the players and the and the uh coaches. Mm-hmm. And you know, the players have to go do the interviews. Yeah, they otherwise they get fined. But yeah, they get fined. Yeah. So uh if I was a player, I'd never do any interviews. I'd be so like, come on, man. Like, nah, man, I I do them. I, I wouldn't. It's like it's like my job is to play football and get hit. Nah, head. that's part of your job too. Bruh. You you know, listen. Uh-huh. It's, I'm sure it's in the uh, collective bargaining agreement that players have to do interviews. If not, you will face a fine. How much is the fine? I don't know, but I would do them. I would, uh, I, 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 I would love to, you know, uh-huh. I would sign autographs. Uh-huh. I would be one of those guys. I would probably sign autographs till my hand fell off. I, 
see, I'm not. I would just avoid it. I don't like being around people. Okay, so. well, see, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, and I, I guess that's a difference, but yeah. I would sign autographs. Uh, I would try to be as nice to people as I could because I'm playing a kid's sport. I'm making more money than a lot of people ever thought about making in their life. True. I'm making it in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I'm, li- I'm I'm just living a good life, so I'm gonna be. I would be very appreciative of I that. I mean, if day. you last on the team that long, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. How many people are out after like two, three years? Yeah, man? that's like, true. That's true. Know? But even if I was, I would still be. I would I would enjoy my time. Oh yeah, I mean you're supposed to enjoy your time. I, I glanced over at an article earlier about a former NFL running back who's now a chef. Oh you yeah, I mean I mean, but he's a running back. How long do running backs last? Four dude? years. Yeah, I thought it was five. It's four years. It's four years, dude. You have four years to make your bag. Yeah, and you know? It, you know it used to be longer than that, but the game is so different now. They take so much punishment. They take a ton of punishment <laughs> because, especially since um, you know. Uh, defensive linemen are bigger, faster. Yeah, they stronger. Defensive linemen running yeah. four nine forties. Bro, I saw this video of this. Uh, it was a track meet. This guy was six three, six four, three hundred pounds. He didn't have a very good start, but he fucking finished strong as hell at the end. I want to yeah. say he won like first or second place against a, some dude that was like five eight or whatever, but. He was trucking. Yeah, once he got going, you, Bro, you ain't gonna yeah. stop that train, were you? Nah, man, not even close. I'll I'll show you the uh, the gif of it during the break. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all you got to do is look at some of the highlights of how fast these linemen are. Larry Allen, yeah, for the Cowboys, ran down a running back. This boy weighed three hundred and thirty five pounds. He was a a tackle, Bro. and ran him down. Can you imagine something that big coming at you full speed? Only during the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> only during the night oh, me. yeah uh, only if it was Meg in the stallion and I let her hit me <laughs> yeah Megan's only 5'10 though I don't care yeah, yeah I don't care I don't care what Megan is she can run over me anytime she want to mm-hmm. just run over me Megan run over me now you got me smiling <laughs> Meg so uh, but anyway the you know the Super Bowl is a big deal and yeah. You were talking about the economy a while ago. The Super Bowl is uh, uh, football. Sports are such a big part of the United States economy. Yeah. It makes people want to get out. It's an event. There's tons of people there. You know, even if you're just on like a hot dog stand, you're going to get a lot of traffic. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm you, saying? Yeah, you're going to get a lot of traffic. It's Vegas, you know, yeah. there's going to be gambling anyway. You and, know? and if you one of the lucky vendors mm-hmm. that can be in there, you going to make money that day. Bro, the strippers alone. I mean, come on. Man. Do you know how much sushi is being sold? Also, oh, like, oh my gosh, it's just, the economics of it is why people get mad whenever an NFL team yeah. leaves their city, and yeah. no mayor wants to be like, "Ah, oh, I'm the one that let yeah. you know so and so team." It's go. such a big part of their their local economy, man. But then, do you think local cities should have to pay for the stadiums? Because I don't. Uh, I think. Well, no, I, I, th- well, I don't know. I think if the local city pays for it, the team should not leave. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And because they, okay, the reason why I say this is because if the local city paid for that stadium with their taxes and then that owner says, this ain't no good market, we're going to leave, that's wrong. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the owners do it. Yeah, yeah, they do it all the damn time. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. then some other city, like you know, like St. Louis, got screwed on that whole thing. Well, Baltimore got screwed when the Colts left. Yeah, Baltimore got screwed. When the okay, Colts left. so but first, the Los Angeles Rams left Los Angeles and went to St. Louis. Uh, they were in Los Angeles first, brother. I thought they were in Oakland first. No, the Rams. Oh, the Rams. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. The Rams were in Los Angeles first. Yeah. Then they went to St. Louis. Yeah. Then they went back to Los Angeles. And then they went to Las Vegas. Oh, no. No, yeah, the, the Raiders. I'm still confusing, conflating them with the Raiders, but yeah. The Raiders were in Oakland first. They left Oakland, went to Los Angeles. They left Los Angeles, went back to Oakland. Then they left Oakland and went to Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, I just want to say hey to Melissa because we were too busy yapping. I didn't even look at the chat. So okay, who else we got? Just <laughs> Melissa. Yeah, we had Sean on for a second, but yeah, um, sweet Melissa. Um, yeah, Bonnie Hi. Maroney. <laughs> hey, let's give a shout out to the um, to her organization. Uh, I Bridging got the process. Bridging the process. Bridging the process. Yeah, I want to give out, uh, you know, if you're listening out there and, and for all the services, go to bridgingtheprocess.com, I believe, and uh, you can see all the things that, that's happening under that umbrella. also want to give a shout out to the Think Official Think brand, Zumafanikio. Zumafanikio. So I always want to give a shout out to those uh, good people. Uh-huh. And uh, so you know, Dick. Let's take a short break. Okay. And uh, when we ca- when we come back, we're gonna talk about the coaching vacancies that were filled. One, uh, two particular guys that we know got jobs. Yeah. That used that we used to know in Atlanta. True. <laughs> back in a minute. This is Zuma Fenicchio, the new voice of action. And when you hear my vibration, it is only here to help you to unlock the power of your mind to success consciousness so you can raise your vibration to a frequency of total freedom. I'm so excited about launching my new book, Rethink unleashing the extraordinary within i wanted people to have a new relationship with self and a lot of times we need help with that so with this book rethink unleashing the extraordinary within i believe it's gonna have you go to a whole nother level one of the reasons i created this book because i wanted to give people an opportunity to have a guide to help them to rethink their life See, you have to be the one to love on you. And this book really shows you how to do that effectively, how to build your self-confidence, how to put yourself in a success mindset. But most of all, rehaving a new relationship with self. That's so important. So again, pick up your copy of Rethink, Unleashing the Extraordinary Within. Remember, you can get it at Amazon. Let your family and friends know This is the best book on the market right now. Rethink, unleashing the extraordinary within. All right, riding that train on the Couch Potato Sports Report tonight on this beautiful Friday night. Dick, it has been a 
beautiful day today. It was gorgeous. I will give it that. Oh, man. I loved it. I sit on the front porch, smoke me a cigar till I sick. Like nature intended. Oh, man. And I had to go in there and lay down and, and, and get myself together. I, I don't know what happened. I must have. And it, it was a light perdomo. And uh, I don't know what happened. I, I, I guess no because idea I know what that is, but it sounds delicious. Yeah. It, it, uh, you suppose uh, if you smoke a cigar, I hadn't eaten it. And that's uh, probably what it was. Uh-huh. So you got a little high. Uh, maybe a tad. See what you what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take a little razor and dribble out some of it and then put. Never mind. Yeah, no, you see, <laughs> see, you gone wild now. I was just thinking about my time in Colorado. So. <laughs> okay. There it is. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, we were talking about the NFL coaches, mm-hmm. and uh, the Seattle job was filled, and the um, – who was the other one? Uh, the uh, Panthers job was filled. Yeah. Wait a minute, who got the Panthers? Pan- uh, Panthers uh, some guy named Canales. Nick Canales, I think. Oh, the um, the uh, he's like young guy, thirty-seven yeah, or something. Yeah, thirty, like that. thirty-six, I think. Man, yeah, okay. and Dan Quinn, Dan, that guy that we know, Brown. got the job with the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, both of those guys are the same. I think the guy in Charlotte, in uh, Carolina, is a young version of Dan Quinn. You know, he got all the. Um, the What's sayings, that? yeah, a lot of energy. Yeah, isn't Dane Quinn a defensive coach? Yeah, what's uh, the di- point? Then why not just give? Why not just let Rivera keep his job? They're the same person. Well, you're probably looking for a different dynamic. I mean, you, if you look at the two guys, Dan uh-huh. Quinn got a lot of energy. Ron Rivera basically just stands there. I also I realized Ron Rivera was hired with Schneider. And so maybe they're just kind of cleaning house. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and if you'll notice in that, they didn't even look at Eric Bieniemy. But my point is, it, I think they blackballed the guy. He can't uh, get a job. He can't get a head coaching job. And I think the, the what I heard was, he's you know he's an old school coach. He he hard on the players, cuss the players out. Mm-hmm. And these prima donna players today can't handle it. I mean, he he did well over at um, over at uh, Kansas City, but I mean, I look at what he did at University of Colorado. He didn't do nothing there. I mean, he when he coaches, he coaches. When he doesn't, he doesn't. And who? Uh, what it, you mean, Eric Bieniemy? He coached over he at didn't, Colorado. He didn't coach at the University of Colorado. Yeah, he did. He coached uh, there, and he coached at. Was UCLA. he the running backs coach or something? Yeah, he was running backs coach. Huh? Okay, well, look what he did for the Kansas City Chiefs, and and apparently throughout the year they were missing him because they were regular. Yeah, they still made it to the Super Bowl, but you know something was happening. Yeah, I, I'll give him that. Like something definitely was happening, but I. I think, yeah, you know, sometimes it's best to just kind of move on. So it is what it is. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, we, the enemy is, is whatever. But anyway, Dan Quinn takes that job up there. One thing about Dan Quinn is they're going to have a lot of high energy. They're going to have a, a positive, uh, a, pos- a positive attitude is going to run all through that building now. Mm-hmm. Whether it turns into wins, I don't know yet. Yeah, 
I mean, so, I mean, maybe it's a time for everybody to get rid of bad habits, start anew, start fresh. Yeah, you know and I mean? and I'm sure he learned a lot from his time in Atlanta. It's like dating a new girl. You know, you got to show up with your best outfits. You don't cuss around her parents. You know that kind yeah. of thing. So, well, they say Chip Kelly is possibly is possibly going to be his could be his offensive coordinator. Chip Kelly's real innovative with offense. He's the current head coach at UCLA. Yeah. And so we'll see. You know, I, I personally, I like Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. but if Quinn wins the Super Bowl in Atlanta, he's on a whole completely different trajectory. Yeah. You know, he, matter of fact, he's probably still in Atlanta, but. um, If this Canales person is the same one I'm thinking of, he did pretty well with um he's like a quarterbacks he, type coach he was an offensive coordinator yeah but he's like a quarterbacks coach okay like the type that a, a quarterback would love right right maybe they brought him in to reinvest in they did Bryce Young. they did they did okay. they did yeah. and uh i think the first thing that he did was call bryce young mm-hmm. uh, you know and that's what you want to do yeah you want to your head coach and your uh start starting quarterback want to be join at the hip yeah you know you want them to both have an understanding of what's going on and you, you want them to have a language you want them to be able to communicate you want them to, you if you want to succeed you got to talk to them you know what i'm saying yeah i mean they they're they're the face of your franchise yeah and so uh they're the they're the they're the they're the uh they're the coach that's on the field they're the field general you know it, well think about uh let's think about the uh Super Bowl, Andy Reid mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Joined at the hip. They, they, they have an understanding. They they joined at the hip. Mm-hmm. So and look at the success that they've had. Yeah. They've won two Super Bowls together on the verge of winning a third one. Yeah. And uh yeah, that's his name, Dave Canales. Canales, yeah. And um you know, it's it's that's what you gotta have. That's what we need in Atlanta. So we hope Raheem, whoever our quarterback's gonna be, yeah, that they're joining at the hip for a lot of wins. Well, it's I don't know, man. That Kirk Cousins is sounding pretty good to me, man. I don't know, but I doubt it's gonna end up happening. I don't think I just don't know because you're gonna sign Kirk Cousins to two years at the most. Two years at the most. He wants about forty million per. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for. But some. it's it's they they may be able to work it out. But I I don't we don't want to go back into cap hill. It's a it's a gamble. Yeah. <laughs> you think they'll get rid of Ritter or just let him sit for a little bit, let him marinate? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think he'll probably stay as your backup. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think he was ever put in a position to where he could just sit there and successful. learn and be successful. You know. And and then he didn't have a quarterback coach. Mm-mm. Arthur Smith thought he could do. I, I, we don't even go yeah. there. So <laughs> you just make yourself mad. Yeah. So, uh, but you know that's what you got to have. So those were the last two vacancies: the Washington Commanders and the Carolina Panthers. So now all the teams have head coaches, <clears throat> and the race is on, Dick. Yeah. Now everybody's got to look forward to the draft. Yeah, the, the the race is on, and you know we gotta wonder, um, you know what's you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is, bro. I mean, it is what it is. 
you just got to wonder what what's going to happen. Yeah, I see my only wish is that both teams lose the Super Bowl, but I, again, I'm not going to get what I want. So. <laughs> well, speaking of that, let's talk about we you know, we touched on the Falcons. Let's talk about them just for a minute. Okay. And the question is what must the Atlanta Falcons do to move forward at this point? What's your take on it? <sighs> not really much on defense to be quite honest with you. I don't think there's much they need to do on defense. Defense is pretty solid. Um, now you look at the offense. Offensive coordinator has got to uh, he's got to be in sync with everybody. Okay. Same thing with the O line. All those guys got to be in sync. Everybody's got to know what's going on. Then you got to bring in a quarterback, and it's probably not going to be a rook. Because yeah. you don't want to put them in that same situation. Well, the word on the street yesterday was Russell Wilson is real close to coming here. Yeah, I've I've heard that also. I mean, his wife's family's from here, so. Yep, she's from here. Man. And and you know, for a minute you got to forget about how good Sierra looks. We got to worry about <laughs> no, winning don't. football games. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> but if and that was the word all day yesterday about Russ could possibly come in. Number one, you're going to get him on the cheap. That's true. Be, because Denver is going to be paying all that money. And uh, that's what's crazy is they turned it a fucking round. Mm-hmm. They turned it around, but they didn't want to pay him that extra money. So they wanted to sit him. And so they sour, they purposely right. soured the relationship. They did. I just don't think Sean Payton liked him. If you want to know the truth. Uh, I just don't yeah, think it did. I can see, I can see that being a problem, but shit, man, winning's supposed to cure all ills, bro. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I just, Sean Payton is that arrogant little, monster mm-hmm. that he thinks he, you know he come up on the bill parcells yeah and he's a good coach yeah bill was in your face guy and that's what sean tries to be the way he berated uh wilson on the sidelines like that mm-hmm. you don't do that to a quarterback of that caliber no you know if you if you want to do that you wait till after the game is over y'all go in the locker room hash it out but you don't do that. If I was Russell, I probably would have kicked him in his balls. Yeah, but Russell's not the kicker. He, he ain't that guy. guy. He ain't that guy. No, but you just don't do that. Yeah. But we got to get that veteran quarterback. Yeah. One that knows the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so your candidates are Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins. Uh-huh. Uh, I think them the main two candidates right now to be a stop block uh-huh. until we can get whether we draft a quarterback or however we get that quarterback of the future we got to get a stop block because this is the thing we must make the playoff next year Uh we must because we got a lot of everything yeah you know what i mean we do we gotta man it's so it's crazy we're right there yeah it's crazy as hell being that close you're you're so close yet so far but i think the uh let's see what's his name yates Tyler Yates, mm-hmm. I think his first name Tyler. He, uh, he's going to be our, our quarterbacks coach. Yeah, he played quarterback in the NFL. He's from Georgia, went mm-hmm. to high school in in Georgia, and he played for the Falcons for one or two years. Yeah, so we're going to have a quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raheem's going to have. We're going to have a good. Uh, Offensive coordinator, one of the hottest offensive coordinators in the game, coming from the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. And so hopefully he's going to devise a scheme 
to where Pitts is going to get the ball on a regular. Uh, uh, Bijan, Drake London, he's going to spread the ball around the way we thought should have been spread it before. Man, I talked about that ad nauseum all last season, man. Yes. All the season. Yes. Ad nauseum. So hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, we're not rebuilding. We just replaced the coach to give us a different idea of winning yeah. and scoring points. We got to score more points. Yeah. Yeah. We stop enough of them. We just got to score. Some yeah. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that works. That's how that math maths. Y'all. Yeah. It's, it's gotta, it's gotta do what it do that. Yeah. And, uh, Drake London is a beast. We got to get him the ball. And I was watching the Chiefs game last week. First play, they threw a pass to Travis Kelsey. First play of the game. Oh, of course. And then went all – he had 10 catches for over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. He had over 100 yards in the first half. Which is crazy. Yes. Yeah. You can do that with Pitts if you'll just do it. Yeah. yeah. Now, again, Pitts was hurt way more than we thought. Mm. He played through it, so give him credit for that. But this this next year, uh, Pitts better be the guy. Yeah, I mean, he kind of has to he's, be. He's got to be in order for them to pick up that fifth-year option. And uh, so ex- just expecting, you know, we just expecting a, a lot more things. And I'm trying to pull up uh, Raheem's uh, coaching staff. Raheem the Dream? Yeah. I think I, I really feel like he's gonna do well. Radio Raheem. I mean, just having the locker room is just a great start. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, and the and the, the the players love him. Oh yeah, I mean, so hopefully they'll go out there and play for him the way they should. Yeah, that just makes the job way easier, man. You can you can get through a lot of bullshit when you get through that, man. No doubt, and uh, you know we're. I'm ready. Are you ready? I feel like you. I feel like you're not. I'm ready, bro. You, you say it like you mean it, man. Say it like you mean I'm it. I'm ready. Okay, that's okay. as close as you mean it. That's as close as you mean it. All right, let's talk no about. Let, let's talk about this. Okay, we got Dave Huxtable. Mm. He's he's on the coaching staff. I'm trying to see. He's one of the. Um, I think he's uh, the top. Uh, he's like. A defensive specialist, but he's he's one he's not the head coach, but he's one of the top coaches. Like assistant. He, they're all assi- like they're yeah. all assistants. I was trying to. Okay, Dave Huxtable uh-huh. is. Uh, I just have to pull it up here. Uh, while you're doing that, I just want to say what's up to the chat. What's up, Doc? Hey, Melissa. We had some people coming in and out, so hated them. If well, they great, to come back. great, great, great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's let's go over this. Dave Huxtable, he's got. Uh, 40 seasons of coaching experience at the college at the college level, 18 seasons as a def- defensive coordinator. Like 90 years old. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, he was on uh, before joining. He was on Alabama staff in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he's got a. Apparently he was uh, highly thought of because they thought he left, but they thought he was going to leave, but he stayed. Mm. And uh, so he's he's a big part. I'm trying to see what it says. His particular job is it's just t- talking about him. But anyway, you've got uh, Ike Hilliard is going to be the new wide receivers coach. Oh, nice. Yeah, I you remember, remember Ike? He played, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, I think that was considered a big get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Raheem is is building a big, you know, a big, a good staff. T.J. Yates is going to be your quarterbacks coach, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, no again, to Kirby. No, <laughs> Kirby Yates. I hope not. Uh, no. You saw the look on your face when I said, "Oh that. my God, boy." <laughs> Oh my God! It's just you know, so uh, you know, from what I understand around the league, they're saying that the the coaching staff that he's assembled mm. is is a very good coaching staff, and you know, you got to have a good coaching staff. Head coach got to have a good coaching staff so he can uh, concentrate on what he the moves he want to make during the game. Yeah. All the coaches are doing their job. Set the culture. The whole nine, everybody's yeah. in. Everybody's yeah, and and I'm and I'm glad of that because uh, that debacle that that we had with Arthur Smith was just. I cannot believe that dude got a job so damn fast. Are they going to build a, a, a is FedEx going to build a facility in Pittsburgh now? Right, and uh, here's here it is. All right, Raheem Mars is your head coach. Uh, Jimmy Lake is the defensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator Zach Robinson, mm-hmm. special teams coordinator Maurice Williams. They retained him. He was wanted by some other teams, but uh, they kept him. So apparently, that's a good move. Yeah. Jerry Gray is your assistant head coach. Uh, senior defensive assistant is Dave Huxtable. Offensive assistant Patrick Kramer. Sean Flannery. Flattery is your uh, assistant offensive line coach. Uh, run game coordinator is Dwayne Ledford. Running backs coach is Mike Petrie, Michael Petrie. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks coach is TJ Yates. Offensive line assistant is Mateo Kambua. Mm-hmm. This uh, is like, I'm just going to tell you now, this is like the worst bit, uh, uh, bedtime story I've heard in a while. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I just wanted to go through these coaches uh, because they're so important. Yeah. And I want our fans to know who these guys are. And if you hear the name, look them up and see what you got. Offensive assistant is Stephen King. Oh, As- yeah. Assistant strength and condition is Roderick Moore Jr. Assistant strength condition is Bobby Thomas. Yeah. Doc is saying that uh, TJ Yates is from North Carolina. I thought he was, I thought he went to school in Georgia. Uh, I don't know. I, I think okay. he, he had he probably coached somewhere over there. All right. Okay, now you look know, at this, though. Uh-huh. Uh, look at all the – this is your staff. Okay, your football analyst is Matt Schaub. Remember, he used to be a quarterback for Matt the fans. Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. He's the football analyst. That's a name I haven't heard Okay, in a while. you got Director of Coaching Operations, Sarah uh-huh. Hogan. Yeah. I didn't even know that – I I didn't know what that was. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Doc cleared it up. He played for the Tar Heels. Okay. Yeah. So. But he played uh, he played high school football in Georgia. Uh, he's did, from Georgia. Uh, he I think yeah he's from Marietta. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Coaching operations assistant Donovan Ellison, uh-huh. and coordinator of coaching operations is Madison Madulit. So there's your coaching staff. Uh-huh. And Hopefully, it's a lot better than the one we had before. Yeah. And although I hated losing Ryan Nielsen. I know. I hated, I hated losing him because 
I would have retained him as my DC because I thought he'd done a hell of a job with our defense. Bro, our defense is on point. Yeah. Our defense was good. So hopefully Calais Campbell, you know, you're going to have Grady coming back. Mm-hmm. I, I, hopefully Calais Campbell will come back for one more year with Grady. I, I mean, with uh, Raheem. How old is he, though, man? Like He's 37, 38. I can't, I can't even count that high. But he had a hell of a year. He did have a hell of a year. That's zero question about and, that. And we needed him. So mm-hmm. – uh, in the in the draft, I know that we're projected the guy out of Alabama, the defense, the edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget his name, but he's supposed to be the one that we may target um, mm-hmm. at uh, edge rusher in the draft. Yeah. So I mean, you Wilson, know, Clayus is from uh, Denver, right? I didn't know that. Clayus Campbell. He went to South High School. Oh, did he? Yep. Let me tell you something. When I tell you that's a big man. Bro, 6'8". That's a big man. I can't even count that eye. That is that is a big man. That's so. a big dude, yeah. He's near three. Like, what, 280, I think? It, it just a big guy. Just svelte. Big just guy. a lean 280. Big, yeah. <laughs> Tips the scale, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dick, let's take another break. Right, I was uh, hope, Hopefully our guest is going to uh, show... But if not, we're going to roll right on. Always, always. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Trey Young. We're going to talk about why Trey was left off the All-Star team again. The snub. (laughs) Back in a minute, guys. This is Zuma Finicchio, the new voice of action. And when you hear my vibration, it is only here to help you to unlock the power of your mind to success consciousness. I am so excited to introduce the launch of the brand new collection, Think. Yes, this is the official Think brand. This is the brand that celebrates your brilliance. And by you being a faithful Couch Potato Sports Report listener, when you check out, you're going to get an additional 15% off when you put in the promo code T-Bird. Yes, I said it. You would get 15% off with the promo code T-Bird. Celebrate your brilliance. Go to the official thinkbrand.com. Hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, headed to the 7 o'clock hour on this beautiful Friday night in Cartersville, Georgia. And uh, again, Dick, it was just an absolute beautiful day, man. Yeah, so my son, my youngest son, he uh, he was told by his teacher to keep out, to keep a lookout for Puxatawney Phil, the, you know, Groundhog's Day. Yeah. You know, kids love that shit. And so uh, he was bugging the hell out of my wife about it. Did he, did he see his shadow? Did he see his shadow? 
Really? So we had to take like 10 minutes of our time to find out if he saw a shadow. So <laughs> I guess it's going to be springtime. So, well, uh, you know, it's a beautiful day and yeah. I'm sure he's going to come out and, uh, and what, what is it now? If he comes out and see a shadow, what does that mean? It's a longer winter, but he didn't see a shadow. So it's a early spring, early spring. Like that, yeah. I'll take that. You? Yeah, sure, man. You know, I like being in some shorts. I got a, quite the, uh, stock of, uh, camouflage shorts to to dust off so <laughs> yeah yeah so that's all right man i'm ready for some spring too but yeah, camouflage matches everything camouflage matches everything everything all right our question okay okay we got the nba uh all-star game coming up this month trey young was left off again even though he finished second in voting for guards Wow. No, that's wrong. The fans voted him second. Mm. Okay. So Trey's got wonderful numbers. I think he's averaging 25 plus a game. Yeah. Uh seven to eight, seven to ten assists a game. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna tell me he's not an all-star. I I think he's an all-star. I just think maybe his defense. That's what got it. Not, his, that, not that they look for defense. His defense is improved, bro. It's improved, but it's good. I mean, well, it don't matter. The 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 thing is, Trey's on a bad team. And hey, last time you said that, we got rid of John Collins. So, well, he's on a bad team, and he he's not getting any respect. I think around the league. You remember how Isaiah Thomas was? How, Isaiah Thomas was a heck of a player, yeah. but nobody liked him. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know that nobody liked nobody him. Nobody liked him uh-huh. because he was a butthole. Now, I think Trey has grown up a little bit from that in his in his first couple of years. Uh-huh. But I think there's people and there's coaches that do not like Trey because he didn't even get named to be a reserve. How do you finish second in, in uh, fan voting and you don't even get named to be a reserve? That's not right. That's not, I don't care whether you like him or not. I have no justifications for that actions. That is just not right. It's not right. And, uh, you know, now you're going to have a couple of players on the East that are not, I think uh, two of them's not going to play. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid and I think the uh, the guy, Zach Randolph, not Zach Randolph, but the, the guy for the Knicks, uh, the big man. So he could be added with those because you got two slots open. Mm-hmm. So, Dick, I'm going to ask you, if that was you, if you feel like you've been dissed and you didn't even get named a reserve and your numbers are better than uh, Jalen Bronson's for the Knicks, who's who who got the nod to be on the All-Star team, he's having a hell of a year, but your numbers are better than his. Would you accept that? Would you accept going to the All-Star game? Uh, Yeah. I would. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I don't think that all-star game is all that. I think it's just a way to, you know, players to show off and get respect from their peers or whatever it is. I I know me as a fan, I, I never watch it. If if I do turn it on, it's going to be for the um, it's going to be for the dunk contest and that's about it. I, I have no... Which is no good. Yeah, it's no it's no good. It's we got a Mets hat in here too. 
Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, Our guest, Malcolm Cooley, has joined us, guys. Malcolm. Say hi to everybody. How's it going, everyone? Um, the uh, But yeah, I, I don't think... I just don't... I feel like it's just a circus. I think it's a spectacle. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think... I don't think it means as much as it used to. No, nah, it, it, apparently it doesn't, but yeah. it's it's the money maker. Uh, and and that's again, that's what everything's I'll take based the vacation on. Day, I don't care. It's a money maker, <laughs> and uh, so you know. Uh, and Malcolm, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, the question was: Trey Young was left off of the All Star team, okay. and his numbers are better than Jalen Brunson's. Hmm. Jalen Brunson's having a heck of a year, but Trey is too. And the thing around the league is, you know, Trey is not very well liked, uh, <laughs> whether it be by coaches or players. And, you know, the take is like, you know, you're going to have he – didn't, he didn't even make a reserve. He finished second in fan voting. Mm. Now, you finished second in fan voting – you ought to make the all-star team. Yeah, everybody can't be wrong. Everybody can't be wrong. Okay, so there's going to be two players, Joel Embiid and uh, another player is not going to play in the game. They made it. So you got two slots open. If they call you, say, look, man, we got these two slots. No, you didn't make it, but we want you to come. Would you go? To be completely honest with you, I'd I'd have to take a step back and think about it. Um, Especially if I know I deserve to make it on my merit, mm-hmm. not a write in, not mm-hmm. a call in. Um, I'd have to talk it over with my family. Mm. Okay, that, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my answers just because of what you said. I'm gonna I'm gonna add another. Sorry to cut you off. But I would go, but I would play with my middle fingers, and I would not pass the ball, and I would do my best to score 100 in that game. I would be the biggest asshole i this i promise you just just to throw it into the faces of the people that didn't vote for me i would show out with my ass out so you're gonna give them what they what they say you are already right dick bro i will my gatorade flavor will be sour grapes okay i'm telling you i would dude either i don't show up or i show up full ass that's it. Yeah. That's, there's no in between. There will be no civility in this. I can see that, but you got to think you're going to be on a big stage and you don't want to make a complete fool of yourself. I won't. I'll be scoring 100 points. I'll be making a fool on everybody that scored against me. Well, you probably ain't going to play that much. I don't give a shit. It, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying uh-huh. is by them adding him, uh-huh. he's probably not going to play that Oh, much. that's him. Okay. Me? I'll steal the ball from my own team. I, I'm telling you, if I'm going to be on there, if I'm going to show up at all, the, the security is going to have to take me off. That is how that's going to work. Why did we ask him? Because you, know? you, you did. You know what I'm saying? You I asked mean, for it. You got it. So. Yeah, we, I, yeah, we got it. I mean, you got it. It ain't no doubts about it. You are that guy, dude. I will play with middle fingers. I'm telling you. Boy, I tell you. Yes. So, you know, anyway, uh, and 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 Malcolm, the the all-star game, what does it mean to you in the NBA? I'll be completely honest with you, over the years, it's a matter of fact, is you almost don't notice it. Um, because the lackluster or the fervor that it brought me with Jordan, with Drexler, 
with Dominique, those guys really played as far as putting on a show. Mm-hmm. And that's not we haven't gotten to the game yet. Yeah. Um the dunk contest is is pretty there's no creativity. Um and you know I'm a shooter. So yeah. I, I love the three point contest because you either you can or you can't. Yeah. So but as far as the game itself, how the lack of defense being played, it's hard for me. I know it's supposed to be for the fans and you have a good time. I hate losing. Yeah, I think I think that when they play the all-star game, I think that they should play full tilt. And I know they worried about injuries, but you still getting paid to play in that game. Part of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to do anything foolish. Yeah, just but play hard. Make me feel like you care about the game. Yeah, play play hard. And I know they're not going to do that because they're thinking about the entertainment aspect of it. Right. But I don't want to pay $2,000 to go to an all-star game to see all the great players. To and see people it, play like they play, play the Harbor Street top gym. That's right. I don't need that. Don't, don't need that. And, and you're talking about true fans right here. And they've just made such a, a mockery of sports. It makes you think about professional wrestling. It's almost baseball all-star game. If every pitch was a home run, yeah, really, by anybody care to see it, right? You want to see a little bit of competition. That's right. It's supposed to be a little bit tough. Right. I mean, that's all right. Now that we're into it, you could literally say that about every all-star competition in every sport. You can say it about soccer. You can say it about. Baseball, of course. Hockey, mm-hmm. that's boring as hell. I mean, I love watching hockey. I hate watching hockey all-stars. Love the Winter Classic. I hate everything else. I mean, I don't even watch the Pro Bowl. <laughs> like, the last time I well, watched they, that, they, I was they, really disappointed. Well, they, don't, we, like, they don't play the Pro <laughs> Pro Bowl game no more. They they just – Nobody plays. No, no, they don't. And I'm glad they got rid of it. They don't play that game no more. They just do – they have the Pro Bowl games. Which are going on now? Flag football, uh, all these little gurky games. They oh, do. see, that's how long it's been since right, I, I haven't. Like, right. What is the point, dude? They should just have like they should have like a pros versus Joes or something like that. Yeah. Have nothing but uh, the practice team play up against uh, the University of Hawaii or whatever. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just throwing it out, make it competitive. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, the the winner gets a uh, gets a Toyota truck or some shit. Well. Anyway, uh, you know, my feeling on the uh, dunking contest, I just wish they'd stop doing it because it's it's just you've you've beat a dead horse. Mm. That horse is dead. It's only so many ways you can dunk. Now, last year they, they had a little cre- creativity in it. Mm. It's pretty good, but do something else. Right. Just do something. They just have a, mm. a halftime show. With entertainers like you do in the Super Bowl, so it's like ice capades for black folks. I mean, it's you know maybe <laughs> maybe keep the three point shot. Right. Uh, they're gonna do Steph Curry and Sabrina Anasco. How yeah. you pronounce that last? Anasco. I think it's Linescu. Okay. They're gonna, you know, she's one of the best shooters in the WNBA, and you know Steph Curry is Steph Curry. Yeah. So they're gonna have a three point contest shooting, but see who wins that. That's a little different. I like that. Uh-huh. But the, the dunk contest, forget about it. I, I'm, I'm tired of looking at it. And, and let me tell you, these guys, they so cool now. Yeah. They got to have a short. They, they're pulling their shorts down. They they dribbling the ball uh, right there like, uh, okay, you know you're going to see the toss 
and go get it and slam it. Right. Oh my, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of looking. I ain't going to get upset, but I'm tired of looking at that. What? It's the same thing every year. Is it the same thing? Every it's the year? same thing every is it year. Exactly what I said. It is. It, like, it is <laughs> like all all star games. Yeah, it, like they're all just trash. Just a trash weekend. I, I'm it's just like, tired of looking at it. It's a ratings pit. You know, it just. Now, one thing they did different this year is they didn't let LeBron and uh, uh, Giannis pick the teams. I'm I'm glad yeah. they didn't do that. This I'm sick of that. Right. And and then you know you're don't get me wrong they're great players but pick two other players to to if you if you were gonna do it again I miss the competition between the east and west yeah I'm not your friend right if you're on the west yeah or vice versa that's right so you know I'm I'm just I'm just glad that all this over I'm trying to pull up the roster for this year's game. And uh, did Wimby make the roster because he's famous? <laughs> I don't think he made it, did, did he? I'm not sure. I know it was talk about him being on the cut line. Yeah, he might have. Let's see. I mean, he did pull a, a god sham god on some people <laughs> with that dribble. Right. <laughs> Just. I mean, you you got to give it to him now. This kid got he got some skills. Yeah, he's built like Slender Man, but man, he's. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I'm sorry. He's a little skinny. He's the he's the the model for Stickman. He's well, Malcolm. What's your take on Wimby? And tell us about how you feel about him. Well, the fact that he's seven foot tall and he can handle a basketball is. I thought he was seven five or something like something. That's even better. Ridiculous. I mean, the fact that he can do things that I didn't think a person that size yeah. uh-huh. would try to do. Yeah. So, to me, put in the right situation, I'm like, let him be a guard. If he if he's a guard, let him be a guard. But, um. He's unstoppable when he wants to be. So I think once he grows yeah. into himself to really take over a game, yeah. but I want to see him take it over on the defensive end. Because he yeah. can stop every shot, especially going to the basket. Yeah, That's what I want to see. And that's the thing usually with like seven-footers that are like super skinny is they're, they're like – a just uh, a freshly born gazelle they can right, barely walk right, they're wobbling right. you know <laughs> a silent fart and they'll start shaking you know just yeah just real delicate just right. fragile right well, he's good now he's, I mean, he's, he's he's something else man he's he's something else there's still a little grit that i'm looking for though yeah. I'm, I'm with you i don't want you to like everybody i don't want anybody to like me yeah he's, he's he reminds me of hakeem olajuwon you yeah. think yeah yeah, yeah. Because Hakeem could do some things. He didn't show off all the time, but he right. could he could do some things. He played his role, but yeah. he, he did what he had to do. Okay, well, let me see. I got some names here. Okay, the rep, the West guy, we already knew that Joel Joel Embiid. Mm. Uh he's hurt. Uh Giannis, an knee. huh? Was it ankle or knee for Embiid? Uh torn uh meniscus. Yeah. Is he done for the season? No. Yeah. They they figuring out how to treat it. <clears throat> Giannis, Jason Tatum, Dame Litter, Tyrese Hillman. They they started for the East. And then LeBron, Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant, Luke Donit, Luca Donich, uh Donkic. Donchik. Shea Gilders, Alexander. They start for the West. And um Again, we were talking about the uh, the reserves. Why Trey Young is not on there, I have no idea. 
you know, you can talk about the Hawks are not good. So that's one reason. Uh, I don't think he's question well. Though, to be an all-star, does your team have to be good? Well, that's the question. Only reason I'm asking, it, because if I'm showing out averaging 40 a game, yeah. I just happen to be on the trash team. That's right. Yeah, that's it true, shouldn't yeah. matter. Right. But I'm just saying that, that I'm sure the these team. are the things that mm-hmm. they'll use because a lot mm-hmm. of players don't like him mm-hmm. and a lot of coaches don't like him. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's the word around the NBA. So it's, I was, it's before you got it, it was just like I was saying about Isaiah Thomas. You remember Isaiah Thomas, very good player, right. but he wasn't well liked. Right. That's why he wasn't on the uh, Olympic team. And I think Trey is kind of they kind of putting him in that category. Mm. This guy's averaging twenty five plus a game, double figures in assists. He's the leader of his team, and whether you like him or not, you can't take that away from him. Right. Right. Without him, we're really no good. Yeah. Nobody would even want to see it. No, nobody don't want to even come to the game. Right. And so I just think that that's wrong that they're doing him like that. I think Trey's grown a lot right. since his first couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you got to give him benefit of the doubt. He he deserves it. I, w- I will say that Atlanta Hawks without Trey are the Detroit Pistons. Hmm. Well, I mean, you I might be kind of accurate there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let it be known. He actually uh, agrees with me. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we're just not that good. And we don't play a lick of defense like we me and Malcolm talked about many times. Right. And when you watch him, it's so disappointing. I think tonight we play the Phoenix Suns. Okay. We're probably gonna get smoked. Bro, just rolled up like a doobie. And then this and this is the disrespect that you get. And I know we switched over to the hop. We played the Lakers the other night. Of course, Anthony Davis doesn't play. LeBron played, and we won the game, actually. Right, the Hawks won that. But LeBron played, but he wasn't playing like LeBron. He mm-hmm. was just out there. Just a he, little FaceTime. I mean, I mean <laughs> once he realized point. early on that they weren't going to win, he, mm-hmm. he didn't. And that's total disrespect to me. Right. And why in the world they want to pay uh, – um, Anthony Davis, all that money, and he doesn't play half the time. So he wasn't hurt. He just it was just a. Yeah, he was hurt. They say. Wow. Okay, now he set out a couple of games, but it's like this every year with him. Mm. I gets, would never pay him that. He right. gets paid for his his eyebrows. His mm. eyebrows never get injured. I can tell you this. Apparently, so anyway, I think they diss and Trey. Uh, I don't agree with it. I I, I think it's wrong, and. But on the flip side, Atlanta's going to have to win because in a cup, maybe not next year, maybe not this year. I mean, next year, maybe not the year after, but three more years. If we're not winning, Trey wants to leave Atlanta, I guarantee. You can't blame him. Though. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you really can't blame him. Landry Fields and them got to do something. I hated losing uh, uh, Travis Link. I thought he was doing a good job. And now you bring in this guy who, to me, hasn't proven anything. He was the assistant. Okay. GM. And I, I just, why you can't target people and go after people like everybody else does? Right. I don't understand that. We, we get them once they're 10, 15 years beyond. Once they're done. Yeah. And 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 you want everybody to say, 
hallelujah, we got Patty Mills. I mean, and what Patty's been in the league, he's done nothing. That's what I was going to say back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, you would yeah, want that. But. Yeah. But not, I mean, I, I don't even understand the direction that we're going. So, Patty. Patty Mills. Mills. Patty Mills. Well, he provides you a jump shot, but then you still can't stop anybody. Right. So you, 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 oh my God. Talking about those Atlanta Hawks is, it, it's a job in itself because they're terrible. Uh, our big man, Clint Capella. I like Clint. Wonderful guy. I don't. But, huh? I don't. Okay, what I'm talking about, I like Clint personally. Oh, like he's okay. a wonderful guy. Like you have coffee, but Clint him. gets the when those big guys come in, they just eat him up. Yeah, he's not big enough. Right, he can't shoot. He mm-hmm. gets he gets his points off trash. Correct. So at best, on a great team, he's second tier. He's your backup. He's a warm body. And and then you got Double O. You just don't know what you're gonna get with Double O. I mean, he, he he's a really good player. Sometimes, hmm. not every night. Well, so, and that's the 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 juxtaposition with the Hawks. Period. Period. DeAndre Hunter came back after missing missing twenty one games the other night, and he looked just as bad as he did before he left. Hmm. That's terrible. Well, you wonder what they work on. Well, yeah. What does he do? Right. Because he got the ugliest jump shot in the NBA. On, and he you can tell he's not going to make it. Correct. Right. You can tell right when he really. Feeling. Yeah, he's not going to make it. He doesn't play one look of defense. He plays on one side of the floor the whole time. Easy to guard. That's re- very easy to guard. Loses. In that game, he threw the ball away three times. That's just ridiculous. For the professional level. But yeah, that's ridiculous. You can steal a ball. When he puts the ball down, you can knock the ball away from him, and that's what they do. Mm. It's just ridiculous. So I, I ain't going to get – I said I ain't going to get upset this week. Uh, nah, we're, we're way past you, that. You're messing with me. You're messing <laughs> with me there. All right, stand on basketball. Malcolm, you got us some stuff on the Cartersville Cast game, which was last week. You know, that's a big rivalry. You it were there. Is. I and, and, folks, I want you all to listen to this because – I'll, Malcolm's going to tell you the way they play basketball today. Take it away. Cartersville won the game, and truthfully, to me, there was no doubt that they were going to win the game. But the most frustrating thing for me, we have a seven-footer that we do not consistently feed the basketball. Mm-hmm. If we play inside and out, then we could really get any shot that they want. Yeah. And, it's, and that's just on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. If he command, demands the paint, as big as he is, he should get every rebound, mm-hmm. every loose ball. They should get no layups, floaters on the inside. Right. We don't play big enough like that. Right. And I've asked the coaches, and they've told me that they've approached the team and talked to them, but they can't get them to to follow in, follow suit with it, which I don't understand that. I don't either. They wouldn't be on my team if they Not didn't do all. what I said. Not at all. I don't care what you do. Not at all. How you gonna tell your team this is what I want and you don't get what you want? The first time that I don't get it, that's I'm right. calling timeout. That's yeah. right. And wow. somebody gonna come in that's gonna do what I want, whether yes. we win or lose. Right. Yeah. What we doing? I don't know. This thing came up for some reason. <laughs> 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 I was trying to look at the Cartersville High School roster and something came up. Oh, uh, well, because they won the game. Yeah, and you knew they were gonna win. Only because Cass has a good ball team, okay. but they're not well coached either. Right. It's almost the same apples and oranges, which one you want to pick. 
Um, but Cartersville gives them chance after chance. One, because we ja- we're not a good jump shooting team. Right. Why we look at that three-point line, I have no idea. And, and these coaches today coach that. That's ridiculous. I don't get it. I, 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 I just – I just don't understand it. If if look, you can't reinvent the wheel, okay? What's been working forever, Malcolm? Playing a playing a basketball game from the inside out. Exactly. That works. You can run that forever. And I'm saying he doesn't have to shoot it every time he no, gets it. Just no. touch it. Just touch it because it's going to make the defense clamp down on him. Then you get the open shot that you're looking for. What was the score in the first half? It was under 20 points, and I couldn't believe it. It was like Cartersville had 19, 20 points. Right. And Cass had like 15, 11. 11. Yeah. yeah. That's a high school basketball game, folks. <laughs> and in the I first half. For either side, I'm like, wait a minute. If I'm playing this game, I've got at least 10 to 12 by myself in the first half. Yeah. That, I mean, that's – and see, a lot of that comes from if you shooting jump shots and missing, that's what you're going to have. Rather than going inside, uh, taking the ball to the hole, getting fouled, going to the foul line. That's basketball. Even transition points doesn't mean you stop at the three-point line. That's right. Go to the basket. You got a three-on-one break. and some. I tell you what, if I had a player do that, we got a three-on-one break, right. and somebody pull up and shot a three, right. I don't care if he made it. Right. He coming out the game. Yeah. You don't do that. Basketball is about scoring as many easy baskets as you can. Right. It just doesn't make any I, – I can't stand it. Oh, but Malcolm, you done hit a point with me, man. It's hard to watch a full game. <laughs> it, it is hard to watch a pro game. They do the three-on-one uh, three-point shot every night, and it's it's horrendous. You know there's no second shots. Nobody's in the paint to rebound. They don't even try. They don't, they don't even try. <laughs> like, they'll come down, and they'll shoot. And I know you got to get back on transition defense, right. but they'll shoot. And nobody goes in to try to get an offensive rebound. They just run down the court. But, see, when you speak of getting back on transition defense, the way I was taught is your whatever the point guard or even the two guard. He's back. They're getting back. They're getting back. The rest back. of the team, you're not, you don't have to get you're back. Right. You're going to make your way back. That's right. They're rotating back. Correct. If I'm driving to the basket, you, the off guard's going to go back. The off guard's going to yeah. Oh, that's the way I teach yeah. it, too. Yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> Oh my God! They got a seven footer. <laughs> yes, yes, BJ. Yeah. Is he from the Sudan? No, he's from Cartersville. Is... What's his name, man? DJ. DJ. Uh, I can't. Candy, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, DJ Candy. And I I'm think like, it's... why doesn't he touch the ball? At least I, I didn't say shoot it. He should touch it every single time they're down the court. I can't see how you would say they won't do it. I just don't understand that. Does he have bad hands? I no no. The, you can't get the, the team to they buy can't, in. They, yeah, boy, to make they sure you touch the ball. You let Coach Hill, Matthew Hill, tell you to throw the ball inside, and you didn't. Everybody running a hundred laps. <laughs> you you do you hear what I'm saying? Everybody running a hundred laps mm. in middle school. When I played middle school basketball, we had to run a hundred laps. Wow, a hundred laps. Did you hear what I said? I did. That's a a hundred laps, bro. That's a lot. A hundred laps. I would make sure the ball get on, goes inside. Fifty was an easy, easy day, and this was after we practiced, bro. Mm. This is after practice was over. He said, "Everybody on the line." Mm. Oh my god! 
And we just, oh my God. I remember them days being 12 years old, running 100 laps. Oh my God. What? <laughs> yeah, 12 years old. It was just, woo wee. Uh, but when it came to game time, everybody was in shape. Yeah. Everybody could run. And uh, I just, I, again, Malcolm, I just don't understand in a high school basketball game with the athletes that we have today, you got to score in men's basketball. Yes. You got a score of under 20 on both teams. It's, Come on, Dick. Come on with it. Bro, that's um, it's a lot of built houses and it's a lot of fresh air. <laughs> I just don't understand. That is a secure home <laughs> for the hurricane of fresh air that will be coming in. <laughs> Easily. Uh, anyway, let's stay with basketball. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets mm. beat number three North Carolina the other night. What? Oh, what? How wonderful is that, Malcolm? Well, I was shocked. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, because I'm a Carolina fan. Yeah, and I just knew that was one you can put in the W column. So to see Georgia Tech win that game, it gave me new promise. For Georgia Tech basketball. Right, right, right. I remember the Kenny Kenny Anderson. Yes. The Brian Oliver. Bobby yes. Kremens. Yes. The, the, what they call them, the uh, the three, uh, 3D. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah 3D. And uh, those were the wonderful years. Yes, sir. Uh, Tech Coliseum was packed every night. Mm-hmm. Pe- yeah. People was buying stuff every right. night in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, people was tuning in to watch Georgia Tech basketball. Right. I mean, you had Bruce Dyerample, Mark yeah. Price. I mean, <laughs> Brian Price. Oliver. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, it was a wonderful time. And uh, for them, you know, Damon Stahlbauer, the coach for Georgia Tech, was emotional after the game in the locker room. Mm. And, you know, you, you beat Duke this year, too. Right. You beat Duke and you beat Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. That's, that's an accomplishment from where they've been. Right. So – that leads you to believe that they're headed in the right direction. Absolutely. When you think. Even let you know you can make some noise in the ACC yeah, tournament. Yeah, in the ACC tournament, yes, you can make some noise. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy for Tech, man. I want Tech to be relevant. Yeah. Re- say it, Dick. Uh, relevant? relevant? Relevant. I don't know why I keep saying relevant. <laughs> relevant. I want them to be re- relevant uh, because, again, it's just like, if Georgia Tech is winning, whether it be football, basketball, or baseball, the city of Atlanta is on fire. Yeah. It's on fire, man. Even I mean, people that don't like those sports. That, that, yeah. It's a feeling I, I, that I, you get. I love that. Yeah. So, um, again, uh, I'm so happy for Stoudemire, Tech. Uh, hopefully, we building something special. I think they got the opportunity. It just – Reminds me of J- the James Forrest days. Yes, yeah. yes, James Forrest. Yes, sir. Uh, Hammond. What was yeah. his name? Was it? Was it? Uh, what if it was Reggie Bob Hammond? Reggie Hammond. Reggie yeah. Hammond. Reggie Hammond. Yeah. I think it was Reggie Hammond. One. I think so. Nah, too. you talking about? You talking about Eddie Murphy? Not, <laughs> not you talking hours. about Forty Eight Hours? No. Oh, no. that, that his, was his, Eddie Hammond. Yeah. His uh. name was his last name was Hammond, but he was a he was a uh, post player. Just a uh, a physical specimen. Mm. Well, and, um, those were good years. Yeah, Kyle Sturdivant ran uh, or led Georgia Tech with 18 points. Um, had a couple boards, a couple of assists. I mean, but it looked like the distribution was pretty 
pretty good, actually. Miles Kelly in double digits, Nathan George guarding it up with 16 points. Uh, so, yeah. And then when you look at UNC, uh, it was just RJ Davis uh, was the only one that's in that was in double digits. He had mm-hmm. 28 points. Uh, Armando Bacote was uh, kind of shut down just to nine. Mm. All, everybody else seemed to be relegated to just cleanup minutes. But yeah. It just, I, I, know, it, I think it's a combination of UNC. They're beatable. Yeah. You know. Uh, any yeah. team is beatable. Yeah, the stigma, although they they're, have the number three next to their their ranking, yeah, they're not. A, they're, they're not a number three. No, and I'm scared of that ranking. And if they're not uh, careful, Hubert Davis ain't gonna be there alone. No, it, I hate to say it, right. but he's not because yeah. they all about winning, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, uh-huh. Tex, February the sixth, they got Wake, Wake Forest. Uh-huh. Uh, then they got uh, Louisville. Then they got Notre Dame, and then they got Syracuse. So. Those are winnable games. Uh, I would think the Notre Dame game would, would be a, a winnable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Notre Dame has played fairly well, but I think that's a winnable game. I don't know about Louisville and Syracuse, but, uh, you know, if they could, it, you know, edge out some more wins, man, yeah. it would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Syracuse um, is always a competitive team, I should say, or normally they are. Well, especially tournament time. With yeah. The biggest yeah. Tournament. Time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but Georgia Tech also I've noticed this year they will play up to their competition, but they will also play down yeah. to their competition. And right so. now, that's a part of growing with yeah. a new staff. Yeah, and I do like the players. Like you can tell, Stoudemire is a good recruiter because mm-hmm. they play a different style of Tech basketball. Yeah, they're very quick. Right, and you seeing some tenacity out there, a little yeah. edginess. Yeah. And, you know, under Josh Pashner, you didn't see that. Right. It was terrible. I thought it was terrible. Yeah, Syracuse is 14 and 6, uh, but they're still, they're a competitive team, man. Like, they're they're not a, a slack team. So, I think Georgia Tech, uh, you know, they're, overall, they're 10 and 11, but I feel like that that win in particular was very special for them. And, yeah, that's something you can build on for the Yeah, it was year. special. Yeah. Uh, you beat North Carolina, period. Right. That's special. That's that statement type game. Yeah, and, that yeah, and then you beat the Duke. System. Yeah. I mean, you beat the two horses in the ACC. That people expect to fight for the division. That's right. Yeah. For the conference. That's right. So Now they just got to slaughter uh, NC State, who's also 14-7, and seven, do something with Virginia, get at Wake Forest. I mean, they could change things around, but I think it's a lot closer than it's supposed to look, so. Well, you know, uh, again, staying with basketball, uh, the uh, UGA is playing pretty well too. Georgia's playing good. Are they? Yeah. Georgia. Um, trying to pull up that schedule. Pull up that schedule. That I mean, their uh, um, their conference. What their uh, thing their is? Their record. Yeah, record. Yeah. All right. Let me go over to the SEC. But they, they, uh, Georgia's. I mean, I've watched a couple of games this year, mm-hmm. and they actually look pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we ain't talked about Georgia basketball and mm-hmm. God knows when since Dominique right. played. Right. And uh, I, I, it's just uh, – Let's see. I don't even know where the hell they play. Uh, let me just type it in. Trying to find it. George. But, you know, I, if I would love to see both of those – programs get back to prominence in basketball yeah uh 
I didn't. I don't remember the Bulldogs ever being prominent in basketball. But well, when Dominique was there, <laughs> when yeah. Dominique was there, they were. <laughs> yeah, because everybody used to see tune in to see Dominique Wilkins, baby. Dominique Wilkins, yes, uh, sir. They. I don't know what their record is because it's still not popping up. But um, yeah, Georgia. What division do they play in? SEC. SEC. I'm, mm-hmm. I can't even find information on the SEC. Well, let's see. Their next game November. is against South Carolina. Huh? Their next game is against South it's Carolina. It's against South Carolina, right. Yeah. Then they got Oregon, Wake Forest, North Carolina Central, and so on and so forth. But um, the Eastern Conference. Yeah, there you are. Overall, they are 14 and 7. So they're not, I'll take that for Georgia. They're not they, ain't, they ain't seen those type of numbers in a minute. Right now. So, you know, I'll take that for Georgia. All right, Dick, let's take a short break. and we come back, we're going to finish up with a little spring training baseball talk. Back in a minute. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. All right, we are on the wind down, uh, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, live from Cartersville, Georgia. And uh, in studio, we have Mr. Val Petrulli, just one of the premier, and I say premier sports guys. I knew you were going to say premier. In this area, yeah. Thank you for having me, Mike. Yes, sir. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, I'm, I'm getting some bleed back there. Um, and we, we, okay, now there we go. Yeah, and uh, we, you know, we got spring training coming up. This is February. Mm-hmm. Our Braves gonna be reporting uh, pitchers and catchers this month. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, the Braves. I hear. I heard Spencer Strider say the other day that it's World Series or nothing this year. And it should be. Yeah. Do Do you like hearing that from it, it, from I one of your star pitchers? It should be. Yeah, because you got everything that you need. You You went out. You beefed up your bullpen. You went out and got a, a starting pitcher, Chris Sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Max Freed coming back healthy. 
Okay. So you got free, you got Strider, Sale, um, Charlie Martin, mm-hmm. and um, the young the young kid, I forget his name, but uh, who's going to be your fifth starter? You've got one of the most prominent, just, just bullish lineups. Yes. There is. People will be afraid to pitch to yeah. as well. You must deliver this year, period. You must deliver. And there's another player that I would love for us to go get. I would replace my DH with R. Hey Salar. Hmm. You mean bringing him back? I would bring him back and I would let my boy walk. Um, what's our what's our big DH? Marcelo uh, Zuna. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would switch him. <laughs> R. Hey Salar hit a ball in the World Series in 2021 that's still going. Yes. It's still going. And he coming off a great year last year. He made the All-Star team. Mm-hmm. Why not go get this guy? I, 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 You know, you know everybody in Atlanta love him. He's wonderful for your clubhouse. Yeah, I hated to see him go. Yeah. I hated this. I, I figured him that he was going to be a part of us. Right. And I didn't understand that. Pay, pay come you got the money yeah. it ain't gonna cost you that much let him be your everyday da you're gonna get it back you gonna get it back and bring back that 2021 magic that we had yeah marcella zuna you know whether you like him or not i like him he has some off field stuff but he came back last year great move him while you can right and bring in Solar, and you ain't missed a beat. Yep, especially you're not asking him for his glove. It's the bat. It's the bat that you're asking him for. Yeah. You Now, who look at the lineup. Put Ozuna in there. Uh, I mean, Solar and, and Ozuna spot in the lineup. Who's feared the most? You that Solar's feared the most. Right. Look at that lineup with him in there. Oh, my. Well, especially being able to get people on base for him. Yeah. That, that was a beautiful uh, oh thing. Oh, my. How you going to – you can't pitch around it. Right. And he going to have another ball trying to find that other one. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> did he hit in Houston, Dick? <laughs> so, um, so let's go around the horn. Um, first base is uh, Matt Olson. Second base, Ozzy Alves. Shortstop is Arcia. Third base is Austin Riley. Left field is the new kid uh, clinic that we got from um, Seattle. He's 24 years old. Okay. He was a high, high draft pick for them. He was projected to do great things. This cha- They thinking the change of scenery is going to help. So you got a legitimate left field. Okay. Center field, you got the best player in baseball, in my opinion. Ronald Acuna Jr., right. MVP, current MVP, Mr. Everything, throw your eye, steal bases. 40-40. No, 40-70. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does it all. Yeah. Right field, you got um, – uh, who's in right field? Jesus. I think Acuna's normally in right field. Harrison's I mean, I mean yeah, field. yeah, I'm sorry. Harrison's in, Harrison's in center. In Acuna's yeah. in right field. Uh-huh. You got Michael Harris. Ended up hitting 293 last year. Mm. I mean, you got this is the, you know, they talk about the Dodger lineup. 
personally, I think our lineup is better. I do too. Yeah, yeah I mean, not to sound biased or anything, but yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not and afraid of no Dodgers. No, and if they clicking, we'll oh, make them contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got speed. Yeah. And then you've shored up your bullpen. You went and you got rid of the Kirby Yates's. <laughs> my God, I hated to see that guy coming again. There is this a disdain in your voice. Oh every time my you say God. I mean, I just hated to see this guy come in the game, Malcolm. I understand it. Okay, so you went and got some uh bullpen depth, shored up your uh I mean you you about as complete if you stay injury free. Mm-hmm. It's 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 World Series win on or else. Right, not just to get there, yeah, to bring it home. Yeah, you gotta bring it home. Unless they run into the same playoff trap that they did last year. Well, you know. Again, hey, that's hey, uh, uh, look. It took out three teams over a hundred. Yes, games. it did. Come on, yes, man. it did. Come on. But at the same time, that's what it is right now. Yeah, and, and, I also think that's why you get a Chris Sale because I don't think you get him to run into a trap. Yeah, and playoff time, I'm expecting two, maybe three wins out of him. So. And if you smart, you gonna resign uh, Max Free. But I don't think they will. Mm. But if you all about winning, sometimes you can't penny pinch. Right. Sometimes you got to keep what's, I mean, this guy's in the prime of his career. Don't let him walk because you got sale. Yeah. I mean, stay, stay. It wouldn't happen if we were in New York. It wouldn't happen if Ted Turner was still the, the owner too. Yeah. So, I mean, good gracious. So, I mean, the sky's the limit for these Atlanta Braves, man. Yes, sir. And you better believe uh, the uh, opening day, it's going to be sold out. Yeah. No doubt. That's wonderful baseball right there. I don't see them not selling out for most of the year, man. Like, I I don't. They're an exciting team. They're in a rebuild. I shouldn't say a rebuild, but they're. Who Who in a rebuild? uh, Yeah. I corrected myself. Calm down. Don't. Don't stab me. Put the knife down. Oh, 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 oh. He's talking about rebuild. <laughs> we rebuild and we built. They put the they put the right pieces on. We'll just see how everything plays out. I just I'm wondering how much uh Ron Washington's gonna be missed. Okay, good point. I was about to bring that up. Ron Washington and Eric Young, they're gonna be missed. Yeah. Uh just for the impact that they had. His connection with the players. Play, with the players. Yes. That means everything in the world. Eric Young as well. Well, those are things that you don't see. Yep, that's right. right. Ozzy Albis loved him. Yeah. I mean, they all did, but Ozzy said he was like a father figure to him. It's a comfort level that you have when you're at the ball. When you're at the ball. He may not say a word to you, but you see him over there. That's right. You oh come, come when you about to talk about it, man. See, don't <laughs> nobody understand that, but true athletes. Don't nobody understand. Malcolm, you said it all right there. He ain't got to say a word, but when I look over there and I see that guy, because I know if don't nobody else in this part believe in me, he does. Truth be told, Mike, that's why the bulk of my basketball career is one person in the stand. As long as I knew he was there, I'm okay. And that's your my dad. Your dad. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it means everything in the world, man. Yeah. And so now uh, that's going to play a little bit different dynamic. And see, you got the Latin players, not the, the Hispanic players, they identified with him. They they needed him. Yeah. Acuna. Uh, it's like 
how Acuna needs Albus. Yes, right. Acuna needs Ozzy Albus to be Ronald Acuna Jr. That's his comfort level. Yeah, yeah it's just they got that. That's why if you the Atlanta Braves, uh-huh. as long as you got Ozzy, uh, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., yeah. you got to keep Ozzy Albus. Yeah, you got to. You can't. You can't let him get out of here because you got the best player in baseball. That's where he gets his his energy. Right from exactly. from that guy, so you know that's you know you got to have at least one player from Curacao every year. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's part of the dynamic. You know. What well, I'm if if it's gonna win me World Series, I'm going to Curacao every winter to shop. Did it, did it work when Andrew Jones was here? Yeah. Well, then you know let's keep that streak up. Yeah. And, and Andrew at the game, right? About yeah. every game, ain't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. I'm excited about the Braves. Uh, and, and I just love when you win again, don't nobody care about money. It cures a lot. It, it cures. Don't nobody care about. They oh, don't care how much the hamburgers are. Right. They don't care how much the beer is. Right. They're going to buy it. You know yeah. why? Because they win it. Yeah. And they don't care how much the tickets are. Either. Nope. They're going to buy them. They're going to sell out just like that when I, you win. I care about the cost of beer when they're losing because then at that point, I've realized I've drank too much. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm I'm down a couple of hundred bucks or something. You know, it's just, what are we going to do with him? And that would right. make me bad just to be thinking about it. You see, I want to drink to celebrate, you know. Well, uh, Dick, uh, you got any important shots? Um, yeah. Um, if I can get my man... Uh, Lewis Hamilton to drop me a couple bucks now that he can afford it. You mm. know what I'm saying? I believe he owes me Chipotle if I remember correctly. Oh uh, yeah, mention that. Uh, yeah. just go on and throw out that contract he got. Yeah, a hundred million dollars per year to your contract mm. with Ferrari. He gets paid a hundred million dollars to drive a Ferrari. Fast. Yeah. Well, if he can get dental, it would be a great job. Mm-hmm. But you know you're the best. Yeah. Who gets a hundred million dollars a year <laughs> to, to do anything? A Ferrari, bro. A <laughs> hundred million dollars per year. All he got to do is do it one year, and he good. Yeah, bro, that's generational wealth. Oh my gosh! Over. Oh. And no kids either. He's gonna save a lot of no kids, not married. Mm. He's gonna save a metric shit ton of money. Okay, I'm uh, telling it's you. It's just yeah. a hundred. Wait a minute. A hundred million dollars per year. He got a two-year deal. Two-year deal. I wonder which country he's gonna buy. <laughs> and he already rich. He made a lot of money with Mercedes. Right. But you know, when you're the best at what you do, that's the money that you make. I think he got Schumacher's record for the most wins. He's, he's right behind him. I think if he doesn't have it, he's right. Yeah, he's him. right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, give our shout out to Zoo. Zoo Madafikio. <laughs> I give a shout out to uh, Sweet Melissa. Melissa. Always. And the uh, what's our organization, Dick? Oh, Bridging the Process. Bridging the Process. And she made a correction in the chat. It is on Facebook. Bridging the Process. Oh, Bridging the Process is on Facebook. Also, we want to give a shout out to the Toilet Bowl Club. I think Dick's going to be joining them again tomorrow, right? 8 a.m. in the morning. Coming in live. I don't know what the topic is, but it's always a good time. So. Want to give a shout out to Smoke. I, th- I don't think he's with us tonight, but he he actually uh, 
hit us up and said he was he was going to be out, but the rest of the Toilet Bowl Club was going to be listening. Uh-huh. So I want to give a shout out. Man, the Toilet Bowl Club, they are, we are joined at the hip, Dick. Right, you know it. We appreciate all y'all guys. Appreciate I doc, smoke. Uh, did, what's her name? Maria? Marina? Uh, Marina? Marina. She didn't, she didn't come in this no, week. she though. didn't come in tonight. Okay, but we appreciate her anyway. Uh, also, we had a little uh, sad news. Uh, former athlete and actor Carl Weathers passed away today. Hmm. Yeah. I did not 76 know 76 years old. 76 years. You know, he was in the Rocky movies. Correct. Uh, played Action Jackson. Yeah. Played on In the Heat of the Night. Yeah. And uh, I, I was just so sorry to hear that when I when I seen that today, and yeah, uh, I just I just hated it. Uh, I mean, you know, these are guys you know growing up that yeah. I watched. Right. You know, when you when you lose people like that, Malcolm. Right. Yeah. Uh, and TV is totally different now. Yeah. It's just you know sports is different. Yeah. So, but uh, Malcolm, uh, you got a uh, any parting shots you want to throw out? Well, thank you guys for having me back again. Always. I expect to be back, be back later. If, yeah. Um, I'm enjoying myself. This is awesome. You guys have a great crew. Well, thank, thank you, you, man. We, we we just love having you. And I love having you especially because you know sports. You know what I like about Malcolm Cooley is he, t- he talks about sports on that side that most people don't talk about. Like when we were talking about – how you can look at that guy right there, and he gives me what I need to be great tonight. Yes, sir. Wow. May, whether it be a coach or your dad or whatever. I'm not in the room, so it works out. Yeah. You know, I'm not here. I'm just nobody. <laughs> you know. No, Dick, you know I got to have you, bro. Yeah. If I didn't – look, if I didn't have Dick, the couch potato sports report wouldn't be on. I mean, what do I need self-esteem for? Yeah, <laughs> like, what am I going to do with that? I don't need if we can, myself. You know, Malcolm, if, if we can control his drinking – Okay. You know, we, we try to keep a little control. I, well, looking I, in his areas, it's clean tonight. Is yeah, yeah. There? I keep the uncle nearest away from him. I had to, uh, you know – Pappy Van Winkle. I had, to, I had to recycle, you know, get rid of the empties. So. I keep the Pappy Van Winkle away from him. You yeah. know, Pappy Van Winkle costs you about $45,000 a bottle. Well, you know, I don't get paid enough for that. But, so I guess it's that. I guess economics is keeping me away from that. It's the oh, economy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, my parting shot is the Super Bowl is coming up. You can watch it at home. You can have a Super Bowl party. You can pay oh forty thousand dollars to go to the game, <laughs> sixty five hundred dollars to sit in the top of the bowl on the in the very top row, sixty five hundred dollars. Or you can sit at home in your living room, watch the game with with maybe you and a family member, have all the food you want, go to the bathroom without waiting in line. Um. And be comfortable. Go to sleep on the game. Wake up. You can do all that with your dog in your lap. Following a bowl of nachos. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be playing in traffic and cheer for your no and cheer for your whatsoever. team. <laughs> and actually, formally, right now, Deck, I'm inviting you to my house for the Super Bowl party. What, uh, Malcolm? You can come if you want. Okay. I'm gonna have a look, just you know, just a few people with some eats and everything, and uh, we'll watch the Super Bowl. So the offer is there. Yeah. And uh, we'll sit around and we'll look and we'll cheer for them Chiefs. I ain't cheering for no 49ers. Bro, you better have beer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm saying. You better have beer. 
But anyway, uh, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully, uh, I know we got may have a few changes coming up, Dick, but uh, we're going to be back next week. Yes. And, uh, you know, so just be be on the lookout for maybe a few changes. And uh, but we're still going to be around and uh, y'all tune in and, and hit us up on the couch spot. Hit us, hit us up on the website, the couch potato sports report dot com. And hopefully we're going to have some just some little sports shots coming at you with a little dialogue from me on a topic. I'm looking forward to it as well. Malcolm, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you, sir. All right, guys, we are out and we will talk to you next week. Take care.